Pretty much, uh, except the fact that Sarah does not earn inspiration as easily as other characters. So it's right. going to be a more of a, you know, a finite resource like oil or something. Um, <laughs> so, you know, spread that in mind. Uh, that's an odd reference. Like or oil, guys. Oil. Yeah, like... Uh, today's episode, by the way, is sponsored by Crude Oil. Crude oil. It's in ya. Oh, no. <laughs> no. The earth. It is. It is. Nope. Microplastics and now Sorry. oil. Too late. I already Texas have enough tea. of that on my forehead. Nice. Oh. Oh, no. Chrissy, you look great. Come on. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I wasn't fishing, but I appreciate it. Don't fuck Just up your you accent, were. man. What? Yeah. Don't fuck True. up your accent. You're going to confuse yourself. Listen, <laughs> Woodland is a very complex uh, dialect. It's true. Uh, so, folks, to kind of get us uh, oriented here, uh, we had Sinny. We cut back to Sinny taking care of Sarah uh, and uh, hiding. Uh, ooh, actually, I don't have her name here. She was not called Sarah. She was called F- Francine. Thank you so much. Thank you reminding me. Fantastic. Um, Sinny hiding uh, Francine uh, and Fennec, who joined a little later. Uh, thanks to Fenriel telling uh, Fennec to head back and take care of Sarah here. Um, that was all going down well. Uh, we had a minor detail of Sarah being a little bit hurt by Sinny saying that they're not close, the two of them. They're playing, uh, you know, a uh, estranged daughter uh, and mother figure, but they're not close. And also Fennec was a little bit uh, frustrated or aggressive towards Sinny, uh, which made sense because Sinny didn't really understand uh, Fennec's function uh, as a, a pet and an ally there. Um... But uh, yeah, basically going into hiding, uh, Sinyi met some of the pursuing characters, one of which, uh, first of all, being a buzzkill, a wartime catalyst wrecker model. Uh, wrecker models were in charge, of, uh, in charge of explosives during the war on form, uh, who tried, uh, she tried to befriend uh, Sinyi, um, who just seemed someone taking it in, who was apparently a native of the area there. Um, and also Sinyi later met um, Havoc, uh, who she had seen before. Uh, but Havoc kind of smelled that something was up. 
uh, and thanks to Sinyu's very high intelligence roll as Sinyu kind of followed the trail that Sarah and Travis uh, left, which I don't think we need to recap too much because I think that's into our minds here. Um, she chose last minute to uh, get rid of, of the etching of the evidence uh, that Sarah left to kind of lead Sinyi uh, onto her trail here uh, and follow up to uh, Wilma instead, who is uh, the first local that you befriended. So Sarah is going to start like, she's like, uh, yeah, I guess so. And she's going to pull out her gun and then point it right at his crotch. Like just press it right up against his pants and be like, can you stop? <laughs> like it's he's just she just po- like she just pushes her gun right up into his dick and just is just like pour, like pressing against it and just be like, can you stop? Who had that on their bingo card? Yeah, oh. uh, really. <laughs> yeah, gun good. on the that dick. That was my free space. That was my gun free space. on the dick. You gun get on the dick. Here. So um, yeah, super expected. Yeah, Travis is like whoa 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 as he like puts it. His- She's like don't move. Stop yeah, moving. He's not moving. He's just like whoa 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 putting putting his hands in the air. What do you want? Jeez, I, I didn't want anything, I swear. And at this point, Fennec crawls up his body and onto his, like, uh, his, like on his neck and puts his, like, his teeth, <laughs> like, just in his neck, like, ready to bite down. Yeah, no, I think Travis is just like, jeez, no, nothing. I, I swear, I, did, I didn't mean no harm by it. I, I, I just wanted to make sure a little girl wasn't walking into the woods by herself. Uh, Sarah looks to Fennec. You don't trust him? And Fennec looks at her, his teeth literally in this guy's yeah, neck, yeah, yeah. like, oh. <laughs> My friend here doesn't like you, and I don't really like you. Uh, and I don't know. And Travis, again, is just like, that's fine. I, listen, I, I really didn't mean no harm. Uh, you can go on about your way. I really don't feel like getting shot today, so would it be all right if you lowered that their gun? <sighs> She looks over to the direction where the woods just get deeper and she's like, walk in that direction and don't stop until I can't see you. Yeah, and uh, Travis does, for sure. He just like slowly grabs his rope that he dropped and starts walking. And she, she's like, she's like, stop, wait, you have a gun? Uh, yeah, and he like takes the shotgun off his back. No, 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 don't touch it. Don't touch it or she'll I'll kill you. <laughs> or she's like, just put it, just let me, let me, let me, let me get it. She's like, bend down so you're at my level, and I'll get it off you. Yeah, as he does. He does. And she, like, unequips him. She's like, she's now just, like, strangely, she's like, okay, now just go. Get out of here. Yeah. Fennec jumps off, and he's back on Sarah. Just walk. Keep walking. Don't turn around or I'll shoot. Yeah, he starts walking um, as he, like, slowly lowers his hands. Um, and he just sort of, uh, as he's walking away, they have her, you know. This 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 does catch Sarah's interest. Like the the professionalism that she was trying to bring out, she's like, "What? They have her, and he hasn't turned around." Wait, 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 wait. Have who? And he like turns. Sinyi. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say her mom or okay. something, and I was like, "What?" Okay. So, I love where that was going. Uh, so, either of those, great. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say I did. It crossed my mind to say your mom, but I didn't say it because I didn't know if Travis would know that. 
That's true. Oh. I mean, you could say your mom and just like a hail mary. No, like, yeah, your mom. No, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, as but, like, like I don't yeah, know. No I don't think Travis knows all that history, her. right? Like he doesn't know. No, oh, no yeah, because no murderers are so honest all the time about the information they know. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I mean, if I was Travis, I wouldn't want to just randomly throw out your mom. Uh, <laughs> your mom? I don't know. Do you have a mom? I don't know. She's still alive. Do you have a mom? Um, yeah, so he just says, uh, sing ye. So, oh, oh, uh, okay, so Sarah, um, so Sarah, Sarah, like, has this moment of obvious shock on her face. She's like, Sin Yi? And I think Fennec at that point kind of like pulls on Sarah's pant leg and just is like, <laughs> like gesturing his head into the forest and shaking it at her. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say Sarah's like actually unfortunately kind of sold on this. She's like, but how would she know his, how would he know her name? And then she like takes both, you know, the gun in both hands and points. She's like, "What? You, what are you doing to her?" And then Travis just says, "Like, it ain't me. I, I've been here this whole time with you. Uh, it's, uh, it's them back in town. Uh, the, uh, the one with the middle face. Uh, he knows." Fuck. As uh, I think Travis at this point like is looking over his shoulder to see what's going on, and he and he th- he just says, "I'm gonna turn around, okay?" Uh, I ain't in the habit of talking no, to don't, with my don't, butt. Uh, uh, oh, man. And she's like pressing the gun to her forehead, just frustrated and confused and kind of like frustrated that she's losing the grip on this kind of situation. All, all Travis um, just says is just like, I'm just going to turn around. Please do not shoot me. Okay. Okay, but no sudden movements. All right. As he just like turns around. Do you also want... Uh, sorry, Stefan, do you want a charisma roll from Travis just to get a general sense of how, how charismatic. Like, smooth he is taking the situation? Uh, uh, or does it not matter for your... Uh, let's let's do it since I've asked yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you're the handler, so it's up to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll use info on this. <laughs> sure. <laughs> nice! It's a six and a five. Inzmo! Um, charisma. Uh, so, four, nice. so 14. Yeah, uh, so, you know, uh, even though he is a threatening adult, he seems to have a cool, calm, collected knowledge of the situation, Sarah, uh, which led you to believing what he said to begin with, and that continues as he's slowly turning around. What do you want? And then uh, Travis is just like, geez, uh, nothing. I mean, I wanted to make sure you were safe. Fennec, stop. Stop it. Um... He goes, uh, Travis just says, um, they know about you, and, uh, well, I know about oh, you, too. shit. I was tasked oh with God. looking out for you while your dad was gone. I mean, I want to make sure you're doing okay, but, uh, it seems, uh, some unfortunate circumstances have come about, and they're questioning her. I-, I don't know what they're doing, but it's probably not good. So, wait. Oh, wait. Uh... Shit. And he just kind of so takes this opportunity to take like a small step slower, like slowly towards her. I'm just, I'm going to say that Sarah doesn't even catch this. She's like looking down frustrated. Yeah. Uh, I think Travis just says, um, now the plan was if anything were to go wrong, we would head into the forest. Nice and easy. And then at that point, Fennec just like pulls on Sarah's pant leg as hard as he can. Just like, Ugh. no, Fennec, stop. As that's the, 
that would start ripping the pant leg like a little bit, just like yeah, like up yeah. the seam a little bit. In fact, he'd probably pull away a little bit of cloth and is just looking at her with this tiny bit of cloth in his mouth. Just like, and I think Travis sees this, and I think he's, I think Travis is just like, listen, I don't want to cause any drama between you and your uh, squirrel, but uh, <laughs> puff. It was a. Uh, your pa's orders that I uh, take you away if anything happens. Okay. Well, how many arms does he have? Uh, one. <sighs> and she lowers the gun for the first time. Travis has still got his hands uh, up. Uh, what, um... Cindy, um... Listen, we can help her, all right? But we need to get out of here. We're standing in broad daylight. Sarah, start, Sarah starts, like, tearing up a little. She's like, I, I don't I don't know what to do. I don't... Uh. As Travis just kind of, like, gestures towards the woods. Listen, I'll explain everything, all right? But we have to move. And I think at that point, Fennec, like, climbs up Sarah's, um, like, back... And just sits chittering in her ear and like kind of like nuzzling her and just trying mm. to like be soothing. So Sarah's like, Sarah's like, t- you know, tears are streaming down because she's so confused and she's like, uh, okay, let's let's go. But I hold the guns and pull like points the gun back up at him. But I hold the guns. Yeah, and he just agrees with that. Just puts his hands in the air. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Listen, you look like you know what to do with that thing. I do. Okay, I'll shoot your dick off. <laughs> as, as he as Travis is Travis just nods. Uh and then like she walks they walk to the woods. Uh oh wait, uh <laughs> actually Sarah's gonna be like, oh, uh actually turn around one more second. Turn around! He he turns. <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> uh Sarah's gonna <laughs> sorry. Sarah's gonna pull out that pencil and on a yeah. nearby tree, um that's semi-obvious and make sure that Travis isn't watching. She's going to like, she's going to uh, kind of draw the best she can of what her, Travis's face looks like. Um, hmm. Like, like maybe like, like some kind of, some kind of way to indicate like him. Yeah. So if you wish, you know, a bit of a beard, long hair, you can kind of do a, yeah. uh, a characterization, very vague characterization. Has to do this sure. and then like, like that. And then like writes like with me and then like, you know, five miles North shore kind of thing just like sure yeah i mean on the bark of this tree it's going to be kind of rough to distinguish some of those details but um yeah you write that as you head off on the shoreline uh that was an amazing turn i want to give uh each of you present on scene christy john and stefan an inspiration point you can apply to any of your characters Um, so, uh, Sinyi, uh, you come into a, uh, house that you actually know quite well, uh, from two nights ago, uh, where you repaired, uh, Jonas from his pretty grievous, uh, wound that he had via a zealot a while ago. Uh, and Wilma seems to be a, uh, very clean, proper individual, as the place looks like it never saw any sign of trouble. Uh, it looks like a very welcoming home. And as far as you can tell, Sinyi, as you enter the house, no one else is here. 
Um, but Wilma, uh, you know, this is now dusk light, uh, just now, uh, past the golden hour approaching, you know, the darkness is falling here, uh, welcomes you inside, but her hands are ringing a little bit as she actively worries, uh, and looks, uh, towards you. Um, and where is Francine now? She's out in the woods, I think I That's a great question, yeah. Yeah. I saw Travis waiting for her. Um, I couldn't interfere in term in time. Uh, they call him Travis Blackheart, even Fucking though that's not his last name for sure. It's yeah. Actually, you know what? What can you tell me about him? And she pulls out like a little notepad from her book. Um. Well, she sits down. Travis was, well, was a contributor here to the Broadheads before they were called the Broadheads some years ago. Um, But he had domestic troubles. Um, And uh, then, well, we didn't hear from Nora anymore. And it was rumored that Travis had killed his wife. Charming. The rumor of calling him Blackheart was not only because of this, but any questions related to her, he very stoically either deflected or addressed in a very charming way. And after his wife died, he never really did tell us his last name. He's valuable to broadheads because he's good with a rope. He's good for bringing in Xenos, but he's a dangerous sort. Shit. Um, okay. Well, I better find her soon. As, uh, we, uh, Cut back potentially to uh, Sinyi. It is now about 7.30 at night. Um, yeah, I know, Louise, you're role-playing there, but any ideas there is Sinyi, what you think you'll be doing this moment? Um, I think she's going to go to the... where the bonfire is, and I think she's going to check out what's happening there and see who is around. Cool. Uh, you see Buzzkill. Uh, you see probably half the regulators in like two. Uh, and uh, like most of the broadheads here that were remaining, uh, which is to say, you know, probably like seven. So and the musicians. So a congregation of about like a dozen uh, people here. You obviously don't see Travis. You don't see Havoc. Um, and yeah, you just see them, you know, uh, just sharing a drink, even playing some cards, some grabbing some other instruments and just kind of making merry uh, with Buzzkill being the most enthused and trying to rile up people to uh, have a good time. Um, can I go to the bar and, and, and talk to the bartender? Yep. Uh, you see you see uh, Bert there just kind of looking on. He's actually not in the building, but looking on from the, uh, you know, from the porch to see if people need drinks, that kind of thing. Um, as uh, he just kind of looks towards you and uh, surreptitiously just says like, Surprised to see you here. I didn't want to be here, but I'm being followed. Metal man. 
She nods. Well, if I can help in any way, you know I will. Can you leave your post? Are you obliged to serve drinks? Not obliged to do anything. And then I'm, I think Sinyu's gonna, like, very quickly try and tell him where Sarah went and ask if he can go instead. Uh, go follow her instead? Mm-hmm. Uh, at that, he kind of, like, hesitates. Um, as, uh, well, fuck, fuck, why not? It's a role-playing game. Make a luck roll, Sinyu. Let's see if Bert is capable of following Sarah for the woods. Oh my god. Bert joins the party. Why is it always doomed? <laughs> a wild Bert appears. Hey, fuck, oh bud. I'm ready to join the party, bud. He just kind of says, I mean, I said I can't leave my post, but someone has to guard the bar. And um, I haven't really been out there in a while. Good at slinging drinks. Not really good at trudging for the woods at night and knowing Zeno's calls, huh? Well, you seen the metal man anywhere? No, that worries me. That worries me too. Uh, maybe take a walk with me up until the forest's edge. Uh, he nods at that. Um, and you see, he just kind of like, uh, we'll say for flavor, he has like a, uh, what is it, like a, a butterfly knife that he's kind of casually like, uh, kind of shimmies a little bit and then pockets there. Uh, and he puts the uh, bar rag over there, slicks back his hair and is uh, following you. Uh, Bert, you know, uh, <laughs> a man in his, his 40s, uh, well-groomed, I suppose, and fairly well-dressed considering the uh, wilderness here. Um, I was about to say, even before with you, without adding those details, I was like, man, if you didn't have something to do, then you would be developing a little crush. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like doesn't say too many words, just kind of goes along with things. Helpful. Yeah. Cool knife, good hair. Yeah. Nice hair, cool knife. Yeah. He kind of looks like in modern day times, he should be running a barber shop and it'd be very cool. And he's a cool guy. That he were your barber. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he uh, walks uh, around. I assume you're kind of going towards the docks once again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he is kind of looking over his back and, uh, you know, a little nervous there. Um, I don't know what you're, how deep you're into something there, but we can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Sinyi takes a look around. Does she see anything? Uh, yeah, make an intelligence roll. Uh, with survival, that'll just be a straight roll. No disadvantage uh, due to the dark. Yes, I will inspo that. Okay. 16. I needed that. It was a 1 and a 6. Wow. Yeah, uh, you look around, and uh, Yi, after spying Havoc before... Um, you kind of like look around and then you kind of think back to the circumstances where you saw him looking inside. Um, and uh, as soon as you go onto the docks and you kind of uh, stop and backpedal a little bit and you manage to spy uh, Havoc very surreptitiously, like walking along the road, uh, talking with someone, but clearly tailing you uh, at a distance. Mm. 
Uh, Bert doesn't seem to notice this. Few would. He's too busy being handsome. <laughs> so hot, so hot. The moonlight's bouncing off the lake. He's just like, yeah. yeah. Is the canoe still there? Yeah, it is. Okay, so I don't really know exactly what her plays here, but this is this is what she's gonna do. She's gonna look at Bert, give him like some like just follow along eyes. Sinyu's gonna put on her innocent demeanor. <laughs> She's gonna start giggling. <laughs> She's gonna give Bert a kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, flirtatiously, like, jump into the boat and start paddling off. What? Interesting. Nice. Just El Solo or with Bert? Solo. Interesting. And like a come follow me <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing more romantic than a boat race. Yes. Catch me in a boat. Catch me in a boat. How about that? I'd say innocent demeanor makes this possible. It's going to help you. So let's be a straight charisma roll uh, because you're okay. not necessarily fooling Bert, but you're trying to get Bert in on it, but also fooling <laughs> Havoc. So just one charisma roll to cover those two bases. I'm definitely going to use inspo. I just love the idea that Sinyi is just like, ha ha ha, kiss, and then jumps into a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Would you say that her reaction might be causing? (laughs) Is there any way to eject Christine? Well, Inso wasn't useful because I rolled the same thing, but it is a, uh, oh, it's charisma. Yeah. Uh, 11. Okay. Um... (laughs) This is a lot to unpack. This is a complicated move. Uh, So, uh, yeah. Also, for the record, make a dexterity roll to jump in a canoe, because that's not the easiest thing. Make a dexterity roll as well. 14. Oh, that's actually very easy for you, for whatever reason. Uh, (laughs) Easy. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Sinyi, perhaps as easiest from your perspective, Sinyi, uh, you uh, kind of switch gears. Uh, yes, flirtatious eyes. Uh, you giggle. You uh, peck uh, Bert there. Bert kind of freezes, as in like he was not expecting this, and he doesn't know why because he hasn't seen havoc. So he's like he's on the same train as you. Like yes, I'm trying to help you out, but this seems like out of left field. So he just kind of freezes. <laughs> Uh, and doesn't know what to do. So that's strange, which uh, you, uh, you know, regardless, you hop into the uh, boat there. And with that 16 intelligence from before, uh, you can see Havoc just like looking on. Uh, and at that distance, you can't tell his reaction. Uh, he just observes this. Uh, but Bert's watching as you hop into the canoe with uh, Grace and you pick up the paddle and you start paddling away. And uh, <laughs> Louise, I'm going to give you an inspiration point for the just the complexity of that move. And the first little peck on the cheek uh, or That's kiss great. on the mouth or however you want to characterize it of this game, which is fun. Um, so give yourself an inspiration point there. Uh, as a little bit of romance. As you, <laughs> yeah, more like showmance. As you've successfully uh, jumped this canoe and are making your escape um as uh, you can kind of hear bert mutter just like uh oh how about that um as you're kind of leaving there why did you kiss me <laughs> yeah, that's even better. you've left me very confused um 
as uh, he actually does call after you, perhaps, like, anything else I can do? <laughs> I think Singy is, like, really <laughs> out of moves, and she just, like, giggles a lot <laughs> as she... I think that's and the image echoing, I want to like, on. It's, it's echoing in the lake, like, ha-ha. <laughs> yeah. It's such like it felt like a very Sailor Moon, yeah, yeah. like yeah, just over disappeared. the top anime, yeah. like girl just being like, yeah. and like getting away with murder. Nice, as uh, you see, uh, yeah, Bert looking confused from your point of view, uh, and you would see, you know, the campfire and havoc in the background, who just kind of lights a, a cigarette uh, there uh, and kind of looks after you there. As uh, you hear uh, uh, Travis from a uh, walkie on you, uh, just a voice kind of ring in with like, Crow to Millipede, please come in. It's been a while. What's going on? Over. And then um, Travis like, oh, gets his radio and like looks at Sarah and says, oh, this is the party with your dad. I got to ring in and make sure I tell him you're okay. And then uh, he like goes onto the radio. (laughs) and She points the gun. She's like, don't mention me. Oh. But your dad would want to know you're safe. Fuck. Uh. And then Fennec just kind of like rubs his face against her, just being like, like, trust yourself kind of thing. Sarah's like, okay, uh, say, say, uh, reporting in. Say it. Oh, uh, uh, millipede reporting in. Um. All's good. Uh, all's good. All is good. Uh, we'll report later. Uh, we'll talk later. Uh, and then ask how ask how my dad is doing. How's Jonas doing? Over. Um, he's fine. Doesn't expect. I mean, so on, he's on fine. that, on that, then Sarah says, "Then, then tell him that I'm out in the woods." Uh, uh, well, I'm with the, uh, I'm with the girl out in the woods. Tell, tell him, tell him that we're five miles north up along the shore. We're five, five miles north up along the shore. Oh, well, copy that. Then I'm glad to hear she's in such good company. I will. Relay this information, and everyone will be so happy to know it. Over. I think at that point, Fennec hearing that voice is just like, like getting low again, and like. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, Sarah drops her gun. Sarah's like, oh my god, you were trying to help. Thank you. Let's go. Yeah, and he just puts his radio back on his belt and walks along. I wish Fennec could say you're an idiot. <laughs> I love it. Stefan, give yourself another inspiration point for leaning into making the situation worse. I mean, <laughs> the story better. I mean, she's uh, a hardened, like, six-year-old, but she's, she's a six-year-old. Six, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? She's, <laughs> like, yeah. she's I not a PI. Yeah. Like, she's, no. you know, she knows what's up. She's yeah. had some life experience, but she's six. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, after about, you know, uh, it's actually your call how much time has passed since you've walked south uh, from Lowborough uh, along the uh, lake's edge. Uh, but any ideas on what the opening scene is? Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering what time of day it is. Yeah, it's, a, again, guess, kind of probably. close to where we left Sydney. It's it's now past sunset. It's getting dark. It's turning into nighttime, uh, like as in close to 7 p.m. Yeah, I think then the opening scene is like... Um, um, like I'm imagining it just sort of cuts to um, Travis just like gathering little sticks and twigs and stuff. And he's starting to like build a fire. Um, and I think Sarah is just kind of like, kind of like holding herself by a tree or something as he's, as the embers or as the, uh, the sparks of the fire start to start to light. And he's sort of using stuff to, to, to get it going. Um, and you can tell that Sarah's like, she's she's cold and you know she's still a little concerned about travis and she's just kind of sitting there and she's holding the gun and not necessarily pointing it at him but just has it in her hand and it's it's there um and i think um i think travis um travis like goes into his bag and probably pulls out like another jacket or something and like just sort of like hands it to her and it's just like it's uh gets mighty cold out here at night I want to take this. Sarah kind of looks up and nods. And, Thanks. And grabs the jacket and kind of puts it around herself. The gun is like, uh, sorry, is Travis across the fire or sitting like next, next? I would be across. Yeah, across I think the fire. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, she, she kind of like has, puts the gun on the ground beside her now and is just kind of like keeping herself warm and wraps the jacket around her. I think um, a couple of moments pass and it's just the crackling of the fire and like, you know, the sounds of the woods. Um, and Travis just sort of says, um, you know, uh, I had someone I cared about, too, uh, once. It, uh, it's a lot, you know, when you when you lose someone. Yeah. I'm just glad uh, your daddy had the good sense to make sure someone was looking out for you. I wish somebody had done the same for the person I'm thinking about. Sarah kind of perks up at this. Who? Uh, as Travis, like, sort of looks into the fire. Um, it's uh, <laughs> kind of hard to talk about. Uh, and to interrupt for a second, uh, I like to imagine cinematically here, it's like with this firelight, which I love. It's like Travis is kind of half-lit by the flames almost like a flashlight you know being held up to the face like just like the bottom half and like depending on the embers you know more of his face lit but sarah and fennec being smaller uh are totally lit uh by the fire and just kind of kind of see them all their reactions here nice 
just imagine Fennec has mm. got his little, little claws out and he's looking at this guy the whole time, just like a steady growl is coming yeah, from him. Nice. <laughs> um, and I think, yeah, Travis is like, ah, it's, it's kind of hard to say, but uh, <laughs> my, um, I, uh, and he's sort of like nervous. Um, Sarah looks down. I lost my mom. Then looks back up at Travis. And Travis says, um, I lost my wife. Sarah kind of looks back down again. I don't... I... I'm sorry. And I think Travis is like... He has like a stick in his hand and he's like poking the fire a little bit. Um, and I think cinematically you would see that he's... He's poking the fire and like maybe as the camera like slowly zooms in on his face, he's just saying like, yeah, uh, I'm sorry too. I'm sorry that things happen in life that we can't control and sometimes we have to make choices, hard choices. Sarah looks up at this and, um, and then she kind of like, scooches closer around the ring of the circle towards him kind of she's just like slowly kind of like scooching over yeah um i mean i talked to someone that i've met i've made some friends i've met two people who i really look up to not my dad but I don't, I don't know if I want to, and she's like, kind of like making her way slowly towards Travis and like a, like a, re, like a, like a comfortable way. Like it's clearly she's warming up in a way. She's like making her way around the circles a little bit. Um, I, I just don't know if I, I want to kill, kill people I don't like or not. And I know I it's, and she like looks at this gun that's like right beside her. I met someone who told me that I can save people that I don't like, but someone else who told me that I should kill people to survive. And that's also what my dad believes. But I don't know what kind of person I want to be because I don't... I, and she like, is just stuttering now and kind of being incoherent and not really saying much that might make sense to him, but is clearly opening up in some way. And is just like muttering now. I think he says, um, sounds like you've had a hard go for someone so young. You know, uh, why don't you stay in, in town for a while? I mean, after all this, after it all blows over. Seems like you, uh, need some time, time away, <laughs> time in a safe place where you don't have to worry about stuff like that, where you can just be a kid. Uh... Sarah looks down. Uh, I just want to see my dad. And then with that, she gets up and then like walks like right around to Travis and then just sits down next to him and then puts her head on his shoulder and just kind of like, just like, when is he coming? Travis says, uh, well, I don't know. Um, I'm guessing when their hunting party is done. 
I, I got this radio here, and uh, as soon as I get word from either your dad or anyone on the team, uh, I'll let you know. Um, and then as you finish that, you can kind of look down and see that Sarah's eyes are already like closed. Like she's already started drifting. It's been a long night. Uh, she's already drifting off. But in that glint, the, 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 the light of the gun right of the, like a little bit, like is just on the other side of her. Like, sorry, within the glint of the light of the, the fire, just on the other side of her on the ground is the gun. But she's kind of drifting off. Yeah, and I think Travis like sees that, sees her, and just sort of says, um, you know, Sarah, deciding whether to kill, that's, that's a really tough call. I think I think there's a monster within all of us if you want my opinion. And sometimes maybe it's best to let that monster out as he like pokes the fire. And I, just the last thing, I just want you to imagine that <laughs> Fennec is just like curled up around Sarah. Wide awake. Just like <laughs> wide awake and staring. Just like looking at, and then like looking out into the woods, just kind of being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Fennec was thinking like, take care of Sarah, Fenriel said. It'll be easy. She said. <laughs> yeah, It'll yeah. be easy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a total dick. What is this idiot doing? Oh my gosh, she's so dumb. Uh, I want to give Stefan and John an inspiration point for that uh, leading dialogue there. Oh, not Fennec? Hey, well, I Fennec contributed. was character. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was yeah. great. Yeah, things, uh, fucking, things are getting worse before they get better. Uh, and now, uh, Louise, I need you to make a blind luck roll. As in, I'm not going to tell you what this is for. If you don't mind making it. Oh, okay. I was like, should I close my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's three. <laughs> it's, man, the last luck rolls, I swear, the last two or three episodes have been very bad, which is very interesting. Uh, and uh, Sinyi, I need you to make an intelligence roll finally, uh, just as you're going up the, uh, you know, the shore to see any evidence of uh, Sarah and co. 13. Okay. Um, so from Sydney's perspective, as you're, uh, you know, it's now uh, darkness has fallen. It's about like 8 p.m., let's say at night, uh, somewhere around then. Uh, yeah, you take this canoe packed with, you know, two people's worth of supplies. You're in the stern end and you're very silently, uh, which is one of the canoe's advantages going up here. And you see a fire uh, probably about like once you get on the water, let's say like half a kilometer up, maybe a little uh, shorter than that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's hid by the brush a little bit but thanks to your survival skill you can kind of tell the telltale signs of a sire a fire excuse me which is probably just light uh but a shelter a little bit but you know where to look um and uh yeah that's where you're going uh what is Simu's plan of attack or actions uh i think she'd like to bank somewhere that is not like in direct line of sight because she knows that travis is there and she's not really sure of the nature of what's well, I think she's going to assume that it's not that Travis has Sarah versus what initially was the other way around. Yeah, yeah, got it. Uh, so John as Travis, 
Um, do you think Travis would be uh, keeping watch? Is he that kind of paranoid kind of individual or no? Uh, yeah, he's he's keeping watch for sure. Great, he's got a sentinel skill. Uh, so this would be, even though there's darkness, just a straight intelligence roll, please. 16. Nice. Um, so, uh, Travis, uh, not to be outdone, the camera switches perspective. And, uh, you know, uh, you actually see the only uh, boat here on the horizon that makes a quick beeline to the shore. Uh, and uh, you'd bet good money this uh boat is after you um this is um is this just directly after the moment that we shared travis and sarah like where they're sleeping and whatever probably about 15 minutes a half an hour okay. uh Stephen, if you're comfortable and uh, fennec you're still wide awake i'd assume you're wide awake uh as uh, sarah is just uh you know uh dozed off yeah uh, but it's about like 15 minutes or half an hour after that yeah. so i think um yeah travis um seeing this just sort of looks around in the woods and uh, tries to orient himself. And uh, we see a sort of crooked grin come across his face <laughs> um, as he looks in a specific direction. Um, and with that, he kind of goes over to the fire and, and gently shakes Sarah um, and says, uh, hey, hey, sleepyhead, we we, uh, we got to move. Uh, what? What? Um, as uh, Travis says, um, I think... Uh, Think someone's on to us. Uh, we got to get to safety. Uh, I, I know a place. Um, just, just follow me. Okay. Uh, Fennec, um, come on. Can Fennec smell the air and recognize Sinny's scent? Oh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah uh, make a luck roll for Fennec, please. No. Go. Good idea. <laughs> also, yeah. like, now that they're both awake, who has the gun? I was. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, I guess it's still on the ground. No one picked it up. So. I don't know. So you, so Travis wouldn't have picked it up in the 15 minutes that she put it beside. It's Travis's call. Yeah. If Travis would have wished to pick it up, he could have. I guess it's whether or not did Sarah. Do you think Sarah would like go and pick it up really like, or is she like trusting Travis? Would you get Christy? I got a 16. Yeah, that's really good. Nice. Yeah, Fennec, you recognize Sinny. Uh, you're kind of vaguely annoyed by the scent for whatever reason, but you recognize. <laughs> you don't like Sinny that much. When you patted on her chest to like annoy her, you actually got a good whiff of her scent, so you recognize this. Um, so I think at that point, Fennec starts going like, and like trying to pull Sarah. He's like wide-eyed and very excited. He's like, and like trying to pull on her a little bit, like towards Sinny, like, um, and pointing his nose and just kind of being like. Uh, Sarah. Um... Hmm. So Sarah's gonna like sorry, answer the question before John. I think if, if you took the gun, go for it. I think she left it and then fell asleep and then Okay, so then I think but anyways, he, yeah, uh, he took it then. Sarah Sarah's Sarah Sarah's gonna be like, No no Fennec, we gotta we gotta go this way. What what do you what's And Travis, you're aware of this Xeno's just like like energy has changed, like absolutely. So this is someone of interest. Yeah, I think uh Travis is like Oh, it seems like your squirrel can sense danger. Uh, we, we should probably get out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, would I fall for that? Because I know, I kind of know Fennec now. Oh, you I got like, 16. Sorry, would you fall for? Well, fall for what, what he's saying. Like, I know Fennec well now. Like, Sarah would know. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I, I, <laughs> mm. Well, uh, sorry, you don't know. You're un you're unconvinced is danger. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Fennec is interested in what's what's going on. Okay. Certainly, and Fennec's very certain on it. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, you don't have to trust Travis uh, full sail on this, certainly. You know, yeah, she doesn't know. She, she's gonna be like, like I, I don't know, I don't know if there's something. I know there's something. We we gotta go. We have to go. We have to go. And he's and she's like, like kind of like, let's let's go, let's go with Travis. And Fennec is just like, um, looking at her, looking to the woods, looking at her, and he runs away. Fennec. Sarah's gonna turn and say like, no, we can't, we can't lose Fennec. We can't. We have to. We have to go. We have to go find Fennec. We have to. And Travis just says like, and Travis just says like. Uh, listen, I made a promise to your pa. Okay, I gotta make sure you're safe. That squirrel can live out here in the wild, alright? I, I have a job to do. But that squirrel's my friend. <laughs> that squirrel's my friend. Zeki's I'm not a squirrel! Okay. I know, that's what makes it funny to me. Even funnier. Sorry, right? yeah, FedEx's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I like no, that. Keep no, it keep as it, it is. My, that, that squirrel's, squirrel's my friend. friend. Yeah. My friend. Somewhere in the distance word, you hear I say a word. <laughs> Somewhere in the distance you hear Fennec go like, <laughs> like <laughs> the middle finger with his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought paw. you said friend in that friend. Yeah, Travis is just like Travis is just like, um, it's just like we don't have time for this, Sarah. No, no, no. This is a must. And she starts like, like, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you. I'll meet you. I'll meet you where you're going. I'll meet you where you're going. Where are you going? And then she starts like, you know, kind of walking around to the direction that Sarah, like, I'll meet you there. Um, as she sort of like starts to walk away, I think um, we, I think, uh, I don't know if, uh, okay. So she, let me, let me know if this is possible. So as she's like walking away, I think Travis um, just kind of like we see like his like the silhouette of his body like walk up to Sarah and just like I just want to like thunk her in the back of the head with the butt of the gun. Any uh, final images and I'll kind of lead off my own here as we're wrapping up. Uh, we cut back uh, to uh, Lobero, where we kind of see a different campfire, more roaring, uh, almost bonfire, like I said before, and musician, but it's drowned out by uh, Buzzkill, uh, the uh, wrecker uh, that we're starting to know. Uh, just kind of look as like some man is walking behind her. She kind of uh, looks around and grabs uh, the guy there's me like, Oi, where are you going? Uh, as uh, Havoc just kind of says like, I need to... Um, follow up on something she's like just wait here all right we know they have to come back here um as havoc just kind of smiles uh and looks towards buzzkill and the firelight uh you know kind of a uh, two-faced from like batman idea going on with the uh metal of his skull and says it's always good to impress the management um as buzzkill's face kind of quirks to the side and be like she's not coming up here is she let's see uh slowly nods and uh you know buzz she'd be very interested in seeing her so he kind of uh to mirror move from pork kind of rips away from buzz's grip as buzz kind of looks on and be like oh fuck me as uh, she kind of uh, looks back to the uh, fire um, there and uh, goes back to drinking.
I have a feeling that you guys are all wrong about Travis, and that <laughs> deep down, he's trying to do the right thing. That's what I think. He's a horrible yeah, think, human being. I think he's shown you nothing but compassion. I think. I think he's. he's <laughs> I think he's on the straight and narrow. Horrific. I I have a feeling that someone might die, and whether it's someone that we're opposed to or someone within the group, I feel like I feel I feel like it's gonna get. Something's going to happen and it might be major. Oh, I feel like someone will definitely die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Woof. Agreed. On that note, folks, let's call there. Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Julian Frid and me, Jason Ox. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, Christy Bolton as Finreal, and Julian Frid as The Handler. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. Recording provided by Zencaster. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. If you want to get your hands on the sourcebook early and give us feedback, check out signuniverse at itch.io. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at thesignuniverse, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. If you like what you hear, please like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Graham Shapiro is a decent man. Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller, Give Me Away, returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now. So screen me. Just know up front, I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you all right? Dad. Tell us everything. Seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again, anything is possible. Give me away season two, starting April 11th.